already of the family health this is episode 18 already of the family health revolution podcast and today i'll be talking about how to move from super overwhelmed to superhuman without sacrificing your active life and insatiable passions and the reason why i wanted to talk about this today is sort of running on the heels of a summit that i was honored to speak for uh, last week or the week before, actually, it was sort of went, uh, I think, about 10 days. So spanning over the course of a week and a half or so or even two weeks. And um, that was my topic for that session. And there were a lot of things that we left unsaid. So we did a little clubhouse sort of powwow about it. I recorded that. But also I wanted to release some of that information via this podcast because I really think that overwhelm is an absolute... Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a constant current through our everyday being, and I don't think that needs to be so. So I think the more we talk about it, the more tools we have and discuss, the better able we are uh, equipped to deal with uh, the onslaught of all the information and responsibility and confusion and uh, you know feeling like disorganized and everything just coming at us right now. I think there are ways to sort that out. And I think there are ways to support you in my work to do that. So um, I hope you really enjoy the show. Welcome to the Family Health Revolution podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. Okay, so let's get into the good stuff. How to move from super overwhelmed to super human without sacrificing your active life and insatiable passions. And I, um, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to talk about this for not only this podcast, but also for the summit that I did speak for, is just, it's one of those topics that keeps coming up in my life. And I feel like it's coming up in a lot of my clients' lives and people that come to me for help because those people and you who is is listening uh, most likely feel like there is a lot coming at us, um, that there's a lot to sort out, a lot to organize. And the more responsibility we take on for our health, um, there is a chance for, you know, that feeling of overwhelm, like, wow, this really is up to me. And you know, my child is has this XYZ diagnosis and what do I do about it? And once you start kind of peeling off the top layer of medicalization where it says, you know, there's uphill for every ill and you realize that's not true. You realize that that's not the only thing you can do. And you realize there is just like a world of healing out there it's not only empowering, but it can also be like you're a deer in headlights or, you know, feeling like there's so much responsibility on you that, you know, maybe you don't know where to start. And um, so I've had to work through that in my life and in my own journey. And I, I mean, I'm always a proponent for information and for being able to, you know, 
so that you can move ahead, so you can grow, so you can actually see what you're capable of, what your children are capable of, what your family is capable of. And But that doesn't mean that you burn out in the process. It doesn't mean you forget about yourself or that you don't actually take care of yourself because you're so busy trying to reach that pinnacle of perfection. That's not what I'm talking about when I say empowered. Um, and being overwhelmed and feeling overtaxed and feeling tired and alone and maybe the only person who has the answers or who could possibly get them, that's a really disempowered place actually. So in that pursuit of empowerment, we can't for perspective and the focus on the things that will actually make us truly empowered, um, less fearful, less, uh, confused, less disorganized, right? So, um, but also I think that a lot of the reason and actually <laughs> like a lot of the, uh, I guess the driving force behind the thing, like people like myself or like you listening who really have this insatiable uh, creative energy or curiosity or um, belief that there's always something you can do regardless of how dismal something may seem or, um, you know, impossible or even things that other people can't see, right? I think that, um, you know, part of that belief in our current society is that to be able to do that, to be able, you know, to be able to be this high achiever, you sacrifice yourself. You um, work hard, you know, you play less, you um, have, you know, like these passions, but, you know, you, uh, you, you sacrifice those or you put those on hold for the better good of your family. Um, and then you're left with that question of, well, what about me? <laughs> Where do I factor into my own life? How do I fill my cup? Because if I can't fill my cup, what do I have left to give? So um, conversely, too, we're often told that we don't have to do all these things, right? So, you know, you don't have to do this. You, you, you're doing this to yourself. You're running yourself into the ground. And so there's a lot of blame and shame. And, you know, even though you're, you're kind of expected to do everything because that is something that people have learned to expect from you or... Um, you know, maybe it's a societal thing or a cultural thing. It's a gender thing. It's a gender role thing. It's a role in your family, in your community. Um, you know, you're a giver, you're a fixer, you're a strong person who doesn't need help. There are lots of variables, but also, you know, then there's that expectation, but also at the same time, a lot of us women who are very, um, you know, capable, independent people, that just can't do more than we already do. We Sometimes we get to that point where we absolutely hit the wall and say, look, something's got to give. Um, at that point, there's a lot of blame and shame saying, well, you did this to yourself. You ran yourself into the ground. You should do less and not more. And so, you know, my question's, you know, always, well, do I really want to do less or do I want to do less of the things I don't need to do? Do I need to do less of the things that are not mine to do? And so those are the questions we toyed around with um, and, and talked about uh, um, in that Clubhouse chat that I published in this podcast, I think number 16, I think it was, but have a look there just to make sure that's accurate. So if you want a little deeper discussion into that, please do check, check that out. Um, all right, so how do we, So, but what I want to talk about today is basically really how do we move that? Like what are the tools that we actually employ? 
And in that one that, you know, in that clubhouse chat, uh, we talked about, you know, some of those strategies. But I, you know, in my work, I started to think, well, there's got to be more that I can do to lead and to help and to guide because, you know, I was just at my Thai yoga massage therapist yesterday. And man, he I, I have him actually in my acknowledgments of my book because truly he is an angel on earth and he has mothered me. And I said in my acknowledgments, even mothers need to be mothered, right? Even healers need to be healed. And so in my work, I decided, well, maybe I need to do more of that. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people come into my uh, practice and they've got children they want to quote unquote fix they want to alleviate pain they want to reverse conditions they want to do the um the impossible where people think that it's impossible and we know that it's not and I'm highly supportive of that because I don't believe anything's impossible I think everything is possible I think we create our own reality it doesn't mean that's an easy thing to do. And and there is a way to do that that depletes you. And there's a way to do that that is empowering. And that literally, it comes from a place of abundance rather than lack. So I'm off. I'm finding myself more and more working with the moms. And and some dads, but a lot of moms are, are, are really um, more attracted to my work. So that's where I'm, fo- I'm I have my focus. So not you dads listening, you are more than work- welcome to give me a shout as well. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to speak for these super moms here right now, uh, just for the time being. So, you know, so I had I thought, well, there's got to be something more to do in this whole healing uh, space, this whole journey of healing, it, it's more than just the physical. And actually, it's not just more, it's actually parallel to or at the same time. So you have a physical ailment, you've got a child who has ADHD or autism, you yourself are overwhelmed, overtaxed, you have autoimmunity, you have Hashimoto's, you have fatigue, that's huge, chronic fatigue, you have Lyme disease, mold illness, whatever that might be, and mental health problems, um, emotional blocks and traumas. I work with all of that. Um, and I'm noticing though, that the emotional things like overwhelm, anxiety, depression, discontent, overwhelm, I said that twice, (laughs) three times, probably high stress, trauma, addictions, chronic physical health conditions. I mean, chronic, I don't just mean, you know, something sudden that puts you in the hospital. I'm talking things that are ongoing, that cause constant discomfort and people sort of just get used to feeling like crap. Um, and there's sort of like modern day plagues right now. So I thought, well, I think there's more we can do about that, you know, balancing, calming, empowering, right? And so I started to offer, I'm starting to offer sessions. And so these sessions and, and more of what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast from here on in as well is always going to weave in these ideas and strategies that are designed and tailored to teach both the what and the how to people of any age who want to overcome mental, physical, and emotional struggle because those struggles are always part and parcel to our physical discomfort, our physical dis-ease, our physical ailments. There There are always one thing, always. And of course, also there is the element of our environment and our family construction and our broader global community. Um, all right. So the purpose for that and for this discussion here is so that we can become more resilient. 
But I don't mean so that we can take on more and battle through it. I love the warrior mama, the warrior image, the the feeling like being strong and you can do anything. I love that. And I think that's extremely important. I also think parallel and, you know, in conjunction with that warrior, that goddess, that wise person, um, we can become more centered, like the sage warrior, the peaceful warrior, um, be able to bring it when we need to, but also stay in a state of calm most of the time. And when we do need to bring that strength, it's less of a depleting, um, you know, battling uh, where you get the, the tar beat out of you. And sometimes you feel a little like that, you know, like those battle wounds can be a form of hermesis, which is a positive stress. But I'm not, ta- I'm not, I'm not talking about becoming depleted. I'm talking about, yes, we need rest, um, you know, all that stuff after we come through some really big things. But for a more balanced state of centeredness, of presence, of, um, you know, so you can be, a better, a more present for yourself in your own life, for as a caregiver, for your children, um, your community, um, maybe a better boss, you know, a more empowered boss, uh, kind, caring, giving from a place of abundance and partner. So, um, and also being able to receive. So in this way, we suffer less fear, right? And stress and discomfort, and we enjoy more presence and joy. All right, so these are some of the things that I have been studying for uh, several years now, and I just want to share this with you because this is these are some techniques that can really open your world up to that state that I'm talking about, that peaceful warrior, you know, the mama bear that just most of the time hanging out with her cubs but can bring it when she needs to, has the strength, the wisdom, and knows when to act. Um, but also allows others to be able to uh, experience their own lives and, and their own empowerment. So we're not always taking it all on ourselves. And again, I just can't express enough how important it is to be giving from a place of abundance rather than lack. And I'm going to talk about that a lot more in the upcoming uh, podcast in my leadership model that I have developed for my students in my program, actually, in my health coaching program. And also, uh, you know, like talking about this model or this idea of leadership with uh, people who have, are my clients in my my, uh, empowerment sessions. So they're sort of like mindfulness, stress reduction, empowerment um, sessions that work more on the emotional and energetic self or body as you might put it or layer all right so um all right so i so we're deep diving into techniques such as and these are these are things you can look up and 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 discover on your own or explore with me and or just keep listening to the podcast and we'll talk about these things kind of one at a time sprinkle them in as much as we can um so one of those things so eft um which is emotional freedom technique uh, which is and also called tapping. We've got things like behavioral and habitual reprogramming, right? Because we often work um, as a program and we don't even know why we do the things we do. It's just because it's programmed in a, into us. And so uh, recognizing and then tripping the wire on those programs. Um, functional neurology is a really excellent tool as well that I like to, to d- dig into. 
um, when we're talking about new synapses or synapses connections in the brain and neuroplasticity and healing of certain parts of the brain um, that you know you can use specific movements and eye movements and arm movements and all kinds of things that will actually stimulate certain parts of the brain limbic retraining so sometimes we get into this like stuck in fight or flight and many people are in that state when they have like chronic conditions like hyperreactivity for instance so people who have um, chemical sensitivities or even food sensitivities uh, they are sensitive to mold Um, they are you know they walk by someone who has perfume and they just literally like have a full-on, you know, either a panic attack or it could be something physical like a rash or, and that's all nervous system. So sometimes we need to do some retraining of that limbic system because we're in the ooga booga freak out stage. Um, reflex integration. Okay. So that's another really excellent modality, um, delving into the brain and actually um, brain development and integrating reflexes that cause a certain fight or flight or stress response because they are natural ways to protect ourselves, but we don't always need them on all the time. (laughs) They need to be integrated. So lots of different body movements, super simple, uh, working people through that. Feldenkrais along the same lines, not going to get into that too much uh, because I've got a whole list here just to mention here for you. Vagal toning, so our vagus nerve needs to be toned. Um, and the vagal, uh, the information from the brain to the body that, you know, the parts of the body that the vagus nerve actually innervates, um, and then back again to the brain, that highway needs to be toned and, um, and not over, uh, stimulated, but also be toned. So, you know, those things, that vagus nerve actually innervates the GI. So we have, we can have actually stalled gastrointestinal, um, you know, function if we don't have good vagal tone, which is really interesting, isn't that? So stress actually can cause um, infection or dysbiosis because it slows down or stops the uh, ability to digest. And so there's, there are many other things that the vagus nerve actually innervates, but that's extremely important. Um, and doing things like meditation and breath work and breathing techniques and emotional release and chakra work and energy medicine and intuition medicine, white light therapy, visualization, buteco breathing, trauma release, somatic experiencing, um, EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization, um, movement, yoga, applied kinesiology, using tuning forks, um, exploring genograms, the the ancestral uh, transformation of genome as well as the emotional body, um, color therapy, you know, holistic and emotional wellness coaching. So, you know, talking about these things and becoming aware, um, these things actually tone the vagus nerve. They calm the immune system. They calm the nervous system. Um, and actually create a state where we can have balanced emotions, balanced neurochemicals, balanced hormones, and in turn, uh, less stress, less um, inflammation that is disease causing. So you see how we go right back to the source. And so um, next podcast, we're going to talk about extreme self-care, which is one of the tools that we can use with this whole concept of reducing stress 
and and mindfulness and and empowering yourself, right? So extreme self-care is really important. And that's what I was doing yesterday. I was at my Thai yoga massage therapist and I asked for lots of hugs from my husband and lots of back rubbing and, you know, all this stuff. I had an Epsom salt bath in the morning. Um, so we can go through maybe my routine uh, next next uh, session and um, or next episode and talk a bit about more a bit more about extreme self-care and some ideas for you. Um, and, but also there's a couple things I just want to mention before we bust off today is that, you know, one of those other things that we can think about is our environment. So assessing our environments, where, how do we live? Where do we live? What is it a stressful place? Is it chaos? Is it constantly messy? Um, those things create clutter in your mind, right? So, um, that's another thing that, we can go through. I do have um, a whole bunch of information I put together about raising your family vibration. I think I mentioned it in another um, another episode, but we're gonna unpack that as well at some point. And also self assessments, becoming just aware of yourself about what your uh, limitations are, what your belief system is, what archetypes are you um, operating under. All those things are really important to explore. Maybe some inner child work, maybe some shadow work, um, and other modalities to break through mental and emotional blocking factors and reduce the stress that keeps you from your health. So I'm just going to talk about like just really, really not surface stuff, but the stuff that's the most accessible to people would be things like meditation, breathing, and I don't mean necessarily even breath work I mean literally just being paying attention to that breath into the belly and out through the belly and at even in and another even out so it's the same amount of time that you you inhale and the same amount of time you exhale so meditation and breath breathing are actually two of the most accessible and widely understood um, forms of stress reduction hence leading to your personal empowerment. So um, trauma-informed. So that's another thing I think is fairly important when you work with someone on something like this is that they are informed about trauma. They are body aware. They actually encourage you to pick up on your body cues. Um, And that's what I'm always telling my clients is watch your, how do you feel now? Where is that in your body? Is it up in your throat? Is it in your chest? Did you feel it released? Did you feel it tense up? Were you feeling a sense of panic? That's really important to pay attention to your body cues. And that way you know where to work on something, where it is, you know, where it resides in your body and other things. So I don't want to get too far into that, but trauma-informed body aware. And highly recommended this kind of work for caregivers. Um, And then another goal is that we have an in-depth integration of both traditional and the new psychology as well as consciousness studies. So depending on where you want to go with this, if you just, if you want to just do stress reduction, you stay, you know, you do your 10 minutes a day of meditation, you do some breathing, you pay attention to your body, you maybe can do some um, emotional freedom techniques, some tapping, things like that, that's very, um, will really act uh, very effectively for your nervous system um, without having to go too deep into like the deeper consciousness things. If you are wanting to do some kind of psychonaut work. Um, There are other modalities, like I mentioned, that can take you further 
depending on what you're looking for and what you need. Um, and so there's this uh, real a real need for you to combine the things that work for you the best. And those can even be body therapies that you go to someone to do. Like I said, I go to my Thai yoga massage therapist. Um, I've, I've done craniosacral. I've done Reiki with people. I've done... Um, I've done shamanism, actually, and that was a really interesting. Uh, so there are other modalities that are really beautiful and, and skilled people can take you somewhere that you really didn't know you could go before. And oh, yes, also family constellation, um, so inner child work and etc. Okay, so I don't want to scare you off. Stay with me here. All right, so the objectives of an empowerment session or stress reduction or mindfulness would be to overcome stress, which is the first thing that I mentioned and that most people are really looking to do. And, you know, fatigue actually is really, I mean, it's obviously called by, caused by stress, overwhelm. Attained, attain balanced mental and emotional state, breakthrough patterns and blocks, uh, transcend limitations, heal fully, because a lot of people are not healing fully. You go on all the supplements, you did the diet, you did... You, you run, you exercise, you, you know, try to have a good attitude and it's like, why am I not getting better? Or why is my child not getting better? Or why am I getting sicker while I'm taking care of my family? Or, while I'm get, or, or why am I crashing, right? What is going, what is wrong here? Something energetically, something is missing. Um, so addressing these things allows for that full healing. Uh, balance hormones and neurochemicals. Like I said, there are biochemical responses to a more calm, balanced state. Um, improve the immune system. Um, like I said, overcome chronic conditions. Grow exponentially, which I love. And uh, cultivate resilience and become the peaceful warrior. Okay, so um, those are some of my thoughts for today. And I just want to wrap up here for everybody so that we can carry on with your day. Next episode, we will be talking about extreme self-care and going through some tips and maybe some, some uh, uh, routines that you may want to incorporate into your own life and really a deep dive or a deeper dive into what might be your best schedule or your best uh, routine daily to keep you sane, you healthy, you happy, and doing and living your best life. All right, so this podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. All we ask is that before you move on to the next 100 things on your to-do list for today, take what you learn, and instead of waiting until Monday, January 1st, or any other arbitrary date in the future, act on it now. Buy that new food, set, start that new routine, shift into that healthier habit. The little steps steadily move you past the miles you leave behind you. For more information about anything related to family health, including my new stress reduction empowerment sessions, um, and also like go visit healthyfamilyformula.com and do pick up my book and check out our newsletter, blog, individual and group coaching programs and practitioner training program, again, at healthyfamilyformula.com. 
com. Make sure if you sign up for the newsletter, you whitelist us on your list because the internet and email is super unreliable right now. I have so much trouble getting my newsletter out to my recipients who are asking for it. So make sure we're whitelisted. And you can also like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash healthy family formula. Thank you for listening as it was a pleasure to spend this time with you today. May you and your family be well. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted health care providers, if they so choose, when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility. Thank you.